0: Hi guys. Hi Sam. Sam. Hi Sam. How are you all doing on this fine, fine day? That is definitely not the day. Uh, the same day we recorded last episode, and I'm still sick from a Halloween rager. No, of not.
1: Well, I mean, you're still sick from a Halloween rager. I'm still falling asleep, so
0: nothing has changed.
2: I have Batman comics to read and vampires to explore. That's, I mean, wait.
3: Vampires to explore. Mm-hmm.
2: I got a game called Night's Black Agents that I'm really excited to uh, look into. It's a gumshoe game, so like a time watch.
1: You are playing Super Spies, and you're trying to take down the vampire conspiracy.
0: Is it a video game or a TTRPG? No, it's a TTRPG. TTRPG. Oh, that sounds cool as hell. Yeah. I have so many TTRPGs that I want to play that are just sitting on my bookshelf or in my... um... My computer, because I got a bunch of those, like, Hubble Bundle TTRPGs for for stuff. A lot of them are very silly systems with names such as Dracula owes you money, and you're going to get it back. It's a Blades of the Dark module. I'm sorry, it's based off Honey Heist. It's a hack of Honey Heist.
2: I like Fortune in the Dark. Those are pretty good. I'm looking to get um, Band of Blades.
0: Uh, And then there's ones that are... uh, abstract in their naming such as jonathan frakes wants your attention and you must not give it to him (laughs) you are haunted by a vengeful spirit taking the form of beloved star trek actor jonathan frakes and you cannot acknowledge him okay it feels very one-offy
2: like yeah for one night and not a lot of replay have
3: you heard of that uh that tabletop game called everyone is john i have heard of everyone is john
0: That's what it reminded me of, the naming convention. (laughs) And then here's one that you might actually be interested in, Alex, because I know you like ones that kind of twist the mold a little bit. It's called BBEG, and it's you're the villain. You have to build your dungeon and devise a plan and fight the heroes.
2: Oh, nice. There was just this Halloween, there was a uh, giveaway on... A fortune in the dark game where you are monsters in the dungeon who need to raid and build up their dungeon like that so that that could be really fun
0: i love ones that just sort of flip the script yeah which is probably I'm just why I, about, I haven't
1: published this anywhere but i made a one-page rpg at some point and i want to play test it at some point that is called women born after 1993 and your stats are mcdonald's charge phone <laughs> eat hot chip twerk be bisexual and lie
0: <laughs> I would love to try that out maybe we'll do that for a stream one time
1: could do. do
4: all in on on eat hot chip
0: I'm gonna invest only in uh charge my phone <laughs> so that I have uh, Wi-Fi the whole game
1: the charge so phone uh stat slash skill basically just like gives you internet access so yeah. <laughs> yeah. you can you can access so the the objective of the game since you are a woman born after 1993, you can't cook. However, you have been asked to bring something to your family Thanksgiving, and you're trying to figure out what the hell you're doing oh. with that. <laughs> So the charge phone is basically like, you could look up a recipe online, or you can like, I don't know, text someone and ask for advice. McDonald's is like being able to navigate the service industry. I don't remember exactly what all of them were, but...
3: I would just go all in on lie, bro.
1: Oh, I, I brought the turkey. That's my turkey. Twerk was like cause a distraction.
3: Who who took my fucking turkey, bro? Someone stole it. (laughs) If if everyone goes in
4: all in on one set, I think we're good.
3: I can't believe someone stole the Thanksgiving
0: turkey that I totally brought. Quick, we need a distraction. Ian, start dancing. (laughs) Someone just pulls out a bag of spicy Takis. That reminded me of a, someone, I found like it was like a six page Kirby RPG someone made. Oh, God.
2: It, I thought it was a full RPG, but, like, the only versions I find of it are incomplete.
0: Yeah. It's just, like, here's the barest rules. But here's I do want to just read... character sheet,
1: and here's, like, one monster. Not
0: even a character sheet. No. It's just, here are what the stats do. Oh, yep. that's
1: right.
2: It's so incomplete. I don't... You'd have to basically design the game, the whole game. You're,
0: yeah. But I do like the name of the qualities... Instead of uh, uh, stats, you have qualities. Courage, roundness, toughness, friendship, dreaminess, and exam score.
1: I can't believe that ability to fight God is not one of them. (laughs)
0: well <laughs> it's intrinsic it's to in roundness kirby. but yeah. i mean yes, yeah, yeah, endemic to roundness the uh game
2: i was talking about is called wicked ones i just want to give <laughs> it yeah really yeah legit i had to look it up
3: <laughs> sam i have to say have you played that new kirby a party game for switch
0: where you need to? Eat i have everything? not played i i wait which I'm one is huge... this it's the the dream course buffet right yeah that sounds oh, right oh. It, it's Kirby's dream buffet. buffet it's basically what if we made fall guys but kirby uh, literally, literally, yeah. It needs to be more than four players. The only yeah, issue with it. I've I've seen gameplay of it. I did. It did not look like my cup of tea because I also wasn't a fan of the Kirby golfing game. I wasn't a fan mm-hmm. of Dream Course, and it felt very similar to that. I will say it's a very fun party game. I have
3: played it with four people.
0: Yeah. Okay,
3: but it's it's very much not a Kirby game
0: except in aesthetic. So. I had a question I was going to ask you guys, but this was a way more interesting conversation topic to have. <laughs> but now I want to ask, what's your favorite non-Pathfinder system? Ooh, that's a good one.
1: Is, am I allowed to answer Starfinder?
0: Starfinder is not allowed. <laughs> well, I said Non-Pizer it before you system. said it, so fight me. <laughs> I'll take okay. it. I'll find. Starfinder counts. It It is just a different D20 system. Garrett, I know you are an absolute... Slut for Delta Green and Call of Cthulhu stuff.
2: Gotta love that D-100.
3: That wasn't what I was going to answer, though.
0: Oh, Ooh. no? What were you gonna I answer?
3: do love both of those, I, but uh, having played now like five different sessions of it as like one-shots just with continuing characters, I would absolutely say uh, Cyberpunk Red.
0: Ooh. Oh, fair. that's a D-12 system, too, which is really, really cool. Nope, D-10. D10.
3: D-10. Oh yeah, it's it a D10, D-12.
0: but not D100s. It's oh, not fair. a percentage
2: die system. Yeah, yeah.
0: Alex, I know you spend a lot of time looking at new systems and I stuff. I know From you're like asking you're me to
2: say. pick my favorite child. Um. You want me to just come to you at the <laughs> end? I have it down to two, and the problem is they do different things. So my favorite two are Mutants and Masterminds and Savage Worlds, and okay. I would use I, Savage, you know savage Worlds for just about worlds. anything. Um, but if I'm doing superheroes, then it's Mutants and Masterminds.
0: You and I have had That's a lot of conversations about
2: point
1: Savage Point of order worlds. that Mutants and Masterminds is also a D20 OGL system. Is OGL, yeah. yeah. So
2: if we have to go non-D20, then Savage Worlds.
0: Yeah, no, you're allowed D20 systems. Just non-Paiso. Uh, I would, no, uh, Well, yeah, except not Starfinder, not, no. because yeah. Megan said it before I could say it, no, so she gets to count it.
3: I I will like to say, if you give me a second, I'd like to elaborate a little bit on the Cyberpunk Red. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Sure. I do... uh, One of the things I love is just how many fucking skills it has. I think it literally Mm -hmm. has, like, 50 skills or
4: something like that. That's great. I love skill-based systems.
3: Yeah, and there's all sorts of, like, tiny ones, like bureaucracy and shit like that, but all the way down to, like, fashion and grooming, which, uh, like, even comes up in the pre-written adventures. There's a whole one where you, you need to get into, like, a... Like a rich person restaurant to investigate something, and it's like uh, you need the you need this skill. Otherwise, they're gonna when you show up at the door, they're just gonna tell
2: you to get lost and call security. I recently acquired RuneQuest. It's a pre Call of Cthulhu system. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like it it They're still updating
3: it.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's Chaosium.
2: Yeah, it's Chaosium. Recently got it back, but Chaosium built RuneQuest before they did Call of Cthulhu, and it's got a skill list just for miles like the character sheet is two pages of skills and then I, I a little it. bit of magic i love skill heavy systems right it is classless yes it's, you love I just,
0: classless systems alex
2: i love it so the better way to define them i think is is calling them skill based because it just doesn't lock you into the track so
3: sure sure like yeah. like cyberpunk red has technically classes it does yeah it, but, but, it's but that doesn't affect your skill-based. skills yeah, exactly. The classes just give you like a class skill that you can use for shit. Like when we yeah. did our, our one one shot of it where yeah. I uh, I had the hirelings because I was a corpo. Yeah, that's right.
0: What was that?
1: was that, I have that was the fun ability fun, right? to heal people because I was a medic. Some small
2: abilities from a, a basic classes are fine, but I do prefer like the customize it
0: yourself uh, skill-based kind of thing. What about you, Ian?
4: I really love Genesis. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, that's the, good we were one. talking about that before we we started this uh, it's, recording. It's
4: so it's it's, it's very different, and I, I love the narrative dice, and it is it isn't classless really, but it's very easy to just it's very easy to not be fixed into a specific like thing. Like your your class gets gives you a tree that you can buy from, but you can just buy other trees, and it's completely separate from skills. If you don't want to. You don't have to ever buy a class ability. You can just go and just be really good at all of the skills.
0: That's really cool. I like stuff like that. I don't really know what mine is because I haven't had a lot of opportunity to play a lot of non-Paizo stuff. Most of what I've played is Pathfinder, Starfinder 2, Pathfinder 2E. My first RPG was actually Fate, and I did like Fate a lot. I thought it was fun. Then my GM got tired of running it because... I, the way I act without any knowledge, uh, way I and one of the other players built a character just completely snapped the story they had in half by just being able to bypass a very key thing mm. that would have been like a huge important mission to, for plot to progression. And I was just like, what if I just do this? And then a week later, it's like, hey, you guys want to play Pathfinder? Fate
2: is an. It has a lot of interesting ideas, but game design has gotten much better since then. Yeah. If you want to play Fate, find a Blades in the Dark clone or uh, Powered by the Apocalypse. Mm. That does the specific version of Fate that you're looking for.
0: It probably will work better. The other system I've gotten been playing a bunch of is a friend of the show, Yuffie, runs a weekly City of Mist game for me and Caden and a couple other people. So that two D six Monster of the Week style I've been enjoying a lot of with the success track and stuff where you like you can do things.
1: I will say I really like the clock system in Blades in the Dark and all of its spin offs.
0: I
4: got to try for the first time yesterday a game of Vassin, which was very mm, fun. Nice. So that that was a good time. I mean it's the same system as like Tales from the Loop, things from the Flood. I'm not sure what the actual like. I don't know if that engine has a name, yeah. You know, if you liked it, you should oh, check yeah. out
0: *The Lost Mountain Saga* by and friend Fre- of the show Fre- yeah, Eleanor De Lorenzo. That,
4: that is exactly yeah. why I got into that game. Yeah, it was great. It was a good spooky time to do out camping in the woods.
0: Oh, that you know, camping in the woods, playing a naturalist horror oh, game—that yeah. okay. sounds so fun.
4: <laughs> and I got to be a very British old private investigator.
0: That's delightful.
4: It looked like a walrus.
0: I mean, you have to if you're a British PI.
3: Absolutely. You
0: it's gotta either. have the Wilford Brimley you mustache. You either have to look yep, like
1: yep. a walrus or you have to be Sherlock Holmes. There is yeah, no,
0: there's no, to. there's no option. There's no, there's it's you got it's a slider with one and two on it.
1: Yep.
0: What's well, everybody drinking? We all have our own taste in games. We have our own taste in cocktails. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am putting the ever so smallest amount of whiskey in my hot tea, making a hot toddy. Sometimes you just want a little bit of a uh, little bit of comforting alcohol, and yeah, definitely. Uh, an appropriate time to drink alcohol in the middle of the day type of day.
2: Right, right.
0: And of course, I have a big old glass of water to go with it. What about you, Alex? What are you drinking?
2: I have a Liftbridge Brewing Mango Blonde. Liftbridge in Duluth, Minnesota. Um, Ooh. Mango Blonde makes it pretty well around, I think. Um, it's a nice, light beer. Very refreshing.
0: That sounds refreshing. I had my first Amber Ale last weekend. for mm. this weekend. Love an Amber. I... Never had one before. It had a coffee note to it that I didn't quite enjoy the flavor of, but it was tasty nonetheless. What are you drinking, Megan?
1: I have another cherry lime sparkling water because there is really not a lot of things that I can drink right now.
0: That's fair. Garrett, what are you drinking? Uh, another Beauty Ranger Juice Force IPA. Nice. Uh, and Ian?
4: Yes, I have, hot cho- I have a chocolate milk with walnut liquor in it.
0: Ooh, that sounds. Ooh, good. Enough. that sounds amazing. <laughs> I need to
4: do better about uh,
3: stocking some flavored liquors. I, I do not have very much.
4: I, I usually I like to make it every year, but I didn't get a chance, so I tried a store bought, and it's different.
3: I think I have some banana rum, but I don't drink it because I got very <laughs> sick. Of, I got very. It's good rum. I just got sick off it one time. Mm. I mean,
4: like you can yeah. do like a banana rum cake or something with it.
3: Ooh, making
2: rum balls with banana rum.
3: Yeah, that way I that know. way you oh, don't drink good. it. It's a
4: little bit different. <laughs> I had
3: that problem for a long time with whiskey because when I was in, uh, sorry, when I was totally of legal drinking age, uh, I got very drunk off whiskey to the point of alcohol poisoning. and I didn't drink whiskey for a very long time after that. That's
0: a good reason to avoid whiskey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Like of all the reasons to not drink whiskey, I almost, I, I got poisoned is a good one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm past it now.
3: It's just still because of that experience. You know how like your you like start to associate your brain associates that like taste yeah, with, like, yeah. a bad thing. So like yeah, it, whiskey yeah. just tasted bad to me. For yeah, a that
0: time. happened to That's my cool. sister um, when we were children. She got a uh, a virus while we were on a on a cruise, mm-hmm. and the nurse made her drink this Pedialyte concoction, but mm-hmm. she mixed it with Sprite. So my Ooh, sister associates uh. Sprite with the taste of awful medicine <laughs> during, one of the, during some of the sickest she ever was at the time. That's so weird. Why would you mix it with Sprite? Just take, like, a spoonful of it. Um. No, she had to chug, like, a glass of it.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, so she But then, like, she put has, it
1: in water.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but she is nearly 30 and has not had Sprite since, like, the age of 12. I got a stomach bug once after... Uh
3: eating it was unrelated it wasn't like it was like viral not foodborne. but like i couldn't eat my mom's chili for like two months after that without like it tasting terrible because that's what i had eaten the night before it's like it just tasted like garbage to me because of that it's weird how
0: your brain does that brains are weird megan as a brain scientist give us the official statement our brains weird
1: yes brains are indeed very weird
0: all right you heard it here folks brains are weird
1: and I mean, literally, what's going on neurologically is your brain has basically the tendency to really hardwire um, aversions to things that that make you sick. And it mm-hmm. doesn't know how to tell, like, oh, it was, you know, the Sprite that made me sick versus, like, I was already feeling sick and then the nurse gave me Sprite or whatever.
3: Yeah. A similar weird thing. I once ate a bunch of pineapple when I was in Hawaii and uh, and I... That's well, only tangentially related. But I broke out in hives, but I'm not allergic to pineapple as far as I know. Dude. But when I ate a bunch of it, I got hives. Interesting. You know, it.
1: was it like fresh pineapple?
3: Yes, it was.
1: Like harvested locally?
3: Like I bought a pineapple and cut it open okay. from the hotel.
1: It was probably the pollen.
0: Oh. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, the regional.
1: When you buy like pineapple at the store? like in mainland us usually it has been thoroughly washed um and the pollen has had a chance to shake off of it and you haven't been you know in the local area where you're being exposed to it otherwise
3: that makes a lot of sense but a lot of
1: fruit allergies could be um intensified by having pollen around
3: that makes a lot of sense because like i said we i have a tradition whenever i uh I party with some high school friends. We always bring a pineapple and cut it. And it's like, I never had a problem with that. But like, when I was in high yeah, it definitely biased. sounds like
0: the regional flora caused problems for you. Yeah, yeah. That makes uh, a lot of sense. I have a, a friend, you, uh, Tyler.
3: Yeah, I know Tyler.
0: She went, like, the honey she got when she lived in New Jersey, she mm. called it bitter and she had a bad reaction to it. But she had honey from Texas and she was fine mm. because mm-hmm. it was different pollinators in different flavor yeah so like the region has a huge effect on the same item
1: it's also that makes um, a lot of sense it's possible if you're having really bad allergies or if you anticipate having really bad allergies um like seasonally with pollen you can like get local honey and like eat it in small amounts to like build up an immunity to it
0: yeah you can microdose to resist it oh yeah which is cool science is cool
3: like that hundred percent. Like I when I moved to Austin I stopped having seasonal allergies, which I had terrible of the entire time I lived in Houston. You you know what else is cool,
2: guys?
0: Pathfinder. Is it Pathfinder? Yeah. It's
2: Pathfinder. is <laughs> yeah. pretty cool. Wait, we play Pathfinder? Sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, okay. I thought I was reading Wicked once, I got distracted. Sorry. Oh.
3: I thought this was a
0: Delta Green podcast. Oh wait. Uh no, we're actually we're we're going to uh we're we're switching to uh the, the Kingmaker Anniversary edition. Oh, okay. Uh, Alex, I thought... you gotta do more spreadsheets? You're saying I have to
2: remake a Kingdom spreadsheet? I already have a, uh, I have a, a Caravan spreadsheet. Yeah, I
0: used that for a while in a game until the GM, um, had... I forgot it
2: existed? Oh.
0: No, no, no. He had a mental break and oh. just yeah, kind of quit stuff. Yeah, Oof. Yeah, poor chimes. Feels oh, yeah. bad, man.
3: I I, I had a uh, the GM who just ghosted us after session one once, which was crazy because everyone had a good time. you don't you follow his GM
1: apparently.
0: Him. He sounded like
3: he was having a great time too, and said he was looking forward to the next session, and then he deleted the Discord and ghosted everybody.
0: Wild, whack. Uh, but yeah, you guys are in Fort Inevitable. You have done crafting. You have done purchases. Uh, you are ready to descend into floor eleven. The Tomb of Yarex by Wolfgang Bauer. Oh, right. Are you guys going to take the stairs or the spire? Do we have a token to travel to that floor? You do. I
1: generally think we should take the stairs.
3: It's good to know how we can get out. It would be really funny to suddenly appear in the middle of a bunch of enemies, though. I agree. This
2: has worked poorly for us before. I yes.
0: Just... It would be funny, though. <laughs> I, yes, it would. <laughs> I mean, if you guys had done that on some floors, you would have appeared right in front of the floor boss.
1: Yeah. Having the option to retreat if necessary is nice. It's, it's
0: yeah, technically sound. Declan, can you scry and
3: flat fry people yet? Come on. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do another no. I mean, like, we, we don't even know the names of the four bosses, so it wouldn't <laughs> work <know>. anyways. <laughs> yeah. The uh, only s- name we know is a lich that lives in Fort Inevitable. Lived, Damn. at
1: least. Oh, yeah. Un- undying. Can,
3: can, can you really say he lived? He was undead, bro.
1: <laughs>
2: he lived at one
3: point it, it resided in Fort. In them.
1: like it exists there. ancient Oslot, maybe. Yeah, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, so you guys take the stairs. I assume you just take the the spire to floor ten. That Zorn, um, Jeff. I wrote it down, but I put well, it. Well, it's Jeff now, Sam. Sorry. No, it's not Jeff. <laughs> Yak. His name is Yak. Pretty close, pretty close. That's, that's, that's almost as good as Jeff. It's not not Jeff. It's, it is not not Jeff. Um, He's still there macking on the Spire. I'm pretty sure that's just Jeff and Taryn, bro. He's got yeah. quite some uh quite it sounded I didn't like have he was his name in my hard. notes, so I
1: don't think you ever told us.
0: I might have mentioned it off air or something, Uh, but yeah. Uh, his name is Yoc, Y-O-C, and he's mad horny for the Spire. I mean, good for him, bro. He just kinda gives you a thumbs up with his nub. And you guys continue on your way. To floor eleven, the tomb of Yarex. Uh Declan, you cast Dark Vision on yourself like normal. Yep. Dark Vision, tears to wine.
2: I I put uh heroism on Pelta and Retha
0: and why not Maldric? Uh and as you guys go down the stairs, you in fact see the spire right in front of you. Oh, okay. So Let me give a little bit of visual for you guys. As you learn, look at the uh, spire. The walls uh, are made of normal masonry and lined with false columns and archways sort of carved into the walls as you get through the spire stairs. Then you get to this room. Let me just uh, move you all here. Arrange yourselves as you see fit. Gareth is here. He's just not here. He's invisible
4: in and yeah. hanging. Golly
0: by. gee willikers, that's a sure is great. He's invisible and in eating saltines. Oh,
4: Gareth, those chips are too hot. Those chips are too hot <laughs> for you, Gareth.
0: <laughs> the floors are made of well-fitted flagstone. This is, like, professionally made. And most baffling of all is along the wall for sconces are copper vessels filled with continual flame, suspended by chains or mounted on the walls. Oh,
4: man, we're See guys this when we're on our way out. We would have been fine if we had just used the spire transport token. The spire's right here. Next time. Next time we'll do it for sure. It'll work out exactly like this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not me going to look at what floor 12 looks like. (laughs) Oh, that's floor 12. Okay. I remember now.
4: Well, we've already... I've, I've committed to a bit, so... The worst thing
3: that could possibly happen is you end up in lava or water. Honestly, water is worse than lava.
0: Not gonna lie. Yeah. But you are in this room. The stairs reach a small, level chamber of dressed stone blocks. To the north, the stairs curve around the emerald spire, where it protrudes from the western wall as they descend. Uh, northern wall, because uh, I'm not dealing with directional nonsense again. After floor five, I have never going to pretend that this is that an, an
3: underground spire. There's no reason they couldn't have just had
0: every fucking map in the north. But to, to the, the South stand double bronze double doors sealed with red and black wax and hung with lead seals suspended from rotting silk ribbons. Runes are engraved around the door frame. And if you look behind the spire, there's stairs down.
1: Well, uh, I am no magician, but I really think we should try and figure out what is up with all the signals on the door.
0: Declan, my boy lad friend. Yes, I guess we can. Yeah, what's up? You want to do some knowledge? I'd love to do a knowledge. What, what, what knowledge would you like? Linguistics, because you remember how I'll get your insane roll that will make, make me match the DC regardless. Yeah, it won't matter, it's a, like a 44. Yeah, Uh. so Declan, you recognize the weirdness of these runes and symbols, because it's not just any old runes and symbols. Mm. It's ancient Thessalonian runes mixed Fucking with portraits. Aslanti runes
4: i read both of those
0: you do but if you recall Declan,
4: this is something we've seen before
0: yes a pigeon of aslanti and thessalonian was how the letter from Athamon was written and would you like to hear the words written on the door sure
2: are we going to have our souls cursed forever yeah,
0: beware <laughs> within lies the remains of the dark heretic Yaryx! cursed be her name Enter not her tomb, lest you join her restless soul in its banishment in the space between worlds. And I'll provide a copy of that text for notes.
4: Alright, yeah, you know, yada yada, resting soul, space between worlds. I think we're fine.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's also another...
4: Let's go... here. what more, about later. the space
1: between worlds? Oh, I
4: think it was unimportant. Yeah, there's like a... It's a tomb for a powerful
0: creature. You can do a knowledge history on the name Yarix. Uh,
4: Yarix, I'd love to. As I, I that,
0: find any semblance of information to provide you.
4: <laughs>
0: I'll call
3: out and let everyone know there's a, there's a set of stairs leading to a door over here as well.
4: 42.
0: Ah, here it is. Uh, well, the highest DC was 30. Aha. All right, here's what you know. Yarex was a deeply evil human priestess involved in a cult focused on burning human sacrifices. Wow. The human sacrifice of Yarex in the Cult of Shadowed Fire, dedicated to the outer god Haster.
4: Oh. Oh no. Alright, I'm...
0: <laughs> were said to empower her to create new breeds. The cult was allied with a corrupt race known as the Neolithids. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
4: you can do a check
0: on... Yeah, you, you can do a knowledge a check on those afterwards. Let's get through this, yeah. Yarix and her cult were rich in dark lore. Some say that they say that they created a new kind of elemental fae demon from far beyond human understanding. And the last bit, you know, Yarix's cult died out when she was trapped in a multi-dimensional tomb by a band of Sarenites led by the Saranite hero Carcelis. More than okay. 2,000 years ago.
4: Okay, yeah, I'll share all of that. So, um, don't go in there, I think is the, the, the rule. Yeah, unless we have to, I guess.
3: Well, there is another door over here, just just saying. <laughs>
4: yeah, no, we'll definitely go that way first. What do I need to rule about Neolithids?
0: Uh, they are aberrations, so dungeoneering. So dungeoneering okay. Probably They're not. real fucked up. They're... Awful. I'm rolling so good though. 36. Peltic got a 45. 45? 40. Jesus. Woof. And you got yeah. what again, Declan? Not a 45? Not a 45. I'm uh, just 36. like,
1: you know what? You know what? Hey,
3: I- Maltric also got a 36.
1: I can't actually make this roll on my own, but I can aid somebody, so.
3: Alright. Aid me, um, so I have a higher roll than Declan.
0: <laughs> well, if it's terrible, it helped me. Um. So, with all of you combining, you giving Pelta a plus six to a 51. dungeoneering
1: I do actually. It's uh, dungeoneering
0: and you just gotta make the ten. You did it! I did it. You got a 19. Alright, so with a total of 51 Pelta, give me a second to count how many <laughs> facts you get. Please. Uh, uh... You get six facts. Neolithids, here's just the, the physical description. Slime drenched length coiled upon itself in a shuddering mountain. This huge worm's tentacle head rises like a snake.
4: So scary. Where? It's straight up.
0: They're, they're. Worm off gar- the string. Enormous they're gargantuan worm off the string. Well, let's
2: start with the uh, special defenses.
0: DR10, cold iron, and spell resistance 26.
2: Gross. All right. Special qualities.
0: Okay, I'll give you a couple, and then you can ask for a better breakdown of anything that catches your mind, Okay. your eye. Um, sight, Trace Teleport, Breath Weapon, Mind Thrust, Psychic Crush, Swallow Hole, and numerous spell-like abilities.
2: Let's go for Psychic Crush.
0: As a standard action up to three times a day, a Neolithic can attempt to crush the mind of a single creature within 60 feet. It's fucking Yami's mind crush from Yu-Gi-Oh. The target must make a DC redacted, will save, or collapse, becoming unconscious and dying at negative one hit points. If you succeed, you take 66 damage and are sickened for one round. It is a mind-affecting effect. Save or go to a coma. Uh,
2: let's hear about the spell-like abilities.
0: Constant fly. A a giant giant flying worm. A gargantuan flying worm. Oh yeah, this thing's gargantuan, by the way. Yeah, yeah. At will, detect thoughts, charm monster, clairaudience clairvoyance, suggestion, telekinesis, teleport, and poison. And then three times a day, a quickened suggestion. With DCs that are comically low for what CR this monster is. <laughs> also, I said the name wrong. It is not Neolithic. It's Neothelid. That's on me. I read it wrong.
4: I remember right, from when I was reading about these guys in Second Darkness, it's not the spellings that are you gotta worry about. No, it is everything else.
1: I, I was I was just mining it for ideas,
4: like
3: it's. I, I am so sorry it. that you had to read
0: Second Darkness. Yeah. Right.
1: Honestly, reading Second Darkness is good entertainment value. Yeah. And there's some cool <laughs> things Running today.
0: Second Darkness is bad. Reading like the... it is good.
4: Like, there's there's a giant named Neothelin in it that is very cool. It's
1: also kind of your only option if you want uh, 1e Drow lore, because... true. Really? Yes, Drow Valerian exists, but it's also just, like, everything republished from Second Darkness, so... So that's three
0: facts I believe you've used. No, four. 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 You got two more. Hit dice? 20.
1: Jeez. Um...
0: That shit's scary, bro. Favorite food. You. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> brains. Intellect, actually. Intellect. intellect. Magic, not but not. Uh, Pelton. Remember, okay. yeah. guys, these are totally not intellectual. Oh, good, I'm not a
1: threat to them at all.
0: <laughs> they, yeah, they eat brains. They have swallow holes so they just eat bodies outright and harvest all the brains.
1: do is eat your brains.
3: Swallow hole, man. I sure do wish that they ever actually gave... Uh, Paizo had ever given the promised additional FAQ for uh, or Slash errata for Ultimate Wilderness that was supposed to fix the Tyrant Totem, which gives you a uh, Swallow Hole. But they never did.
2: <laughs> so,
3: they abandoned Ultimate Wilderness
0: because Pathfinder 2E came out and never gave the uh, FAQ that was promised. Yep. That sucks. Yep. So that's what you all, putting your heads together, know about Neothelids. They're scary motherfuckers. Yeah.
4: I hope we don't find it half the goddamn floor.
0: So, are there any sigils on this other door? That's not a door, that's just the stairs down. Oh, to the next floor? Yeah. Wait, what? Oh. Yeah, that's are the stairs down.
1: I mean, uh, the floor is called the Tomb of Yarex. So what the fuck do we really expect?
2: Bad news, Declan. I think that's the, uh, that's the floor.
3: It, it makes sense, because if, if this is designed as a tomb, they would probably want to weigh down without entering the tomb. Well, uh, yes. let's
1: go down and level up. I mean, what?
2: The last... <laughs> <laughs> the last floor that, that we uh, opted into uh, didn't end so well, so I, I, I guess. Yeah, Pelta would not think of it, <laughs> as a good time.
1: was like, a... yeah, last time we didn't skip the, that, last time we didn't skip the floor, I died, so. It's a risk, but I also don't want to leave this here if we're
4: going to keep operating out of the spire.
3: You're right. You're right. Someone would just get drunk
4: and open the doors, and it would probably be me. <laughs> yeah, to save future Maldric, we have uh, to sacrifice current Maldric.
1: Any intel as to whether Yarix and Nerathamon were like friends or anything?
0: Declan, with the timing you you know about Yarix, it, it it doesn't seem like she would have been operating even in this in the same era. Just because if Nerathmon is as old as as Lanti and writing yeah. would indicate.
4: Yeah. I think he's both before and after her time, but it doesn't look like they were friends. I mean, he interact- with, interacted with other people in the Spire, but he hasn't let Yarrick out. So. Well,
1: that's good, at least.
4: Maybe he just doesn't vibe with Haster. I know, I wouldn't.
1: Uh, who would? I honestly side <laughs> no Never mind, don't answer that question. <laughs> I don't even know who
0: Haster is. You want to do a uh, knowledge... Planes on Haster Maldrick. <laughs>
1: Wait, is that religious? Extreme chaos. Uh, that's all you need to know. Yeah. I, I, kind of these, I
0: think, Outer gods. Is. Outer gods of Great Olens are technically planes or religion because they are both things. Interesting. Yeah, I could do knowledge planes. It's they're one of those weird things. It's like they are, but because they're technically they are statted outsiders. Yeah, they're statted outsiders, but they are deities the at the same time. I got twenty-five. You don't know sh- Oh, you don't know no shit about Haster's stats, but you do know enough about Haster to know about the King in Yellow. Now I just want to play Delta Green, bro. No, no Delta Green. We're not playing Delta Green. What about the King in Yellow role-playing game? I got a 43. You know a, a lot more about Haster, the great old one.
5: <laughs> Haster's go real True fucked
0: up. Season one again after this. Haster is known to operate out of the planet Carcosa. Uh, or rather that is the the city on a nameless planet that is supposedly where Haster is located much like how deities that you worship have planes they call home
4: yeah that's his motor home that he drives yeah. around space
0: yeah Haster is much most of the outer gods shrouded in myth and mystery and fear yeah he is not actually an outer god technically he is a great old one who could has the potential to Transcend its its current existence and become a full outer god, like the very terrifying ones such as Azathoth, yogg Sothoth, Nyarlathotep. You know about those, Declan. You read fucked up shit all the
1: time. Yeah. Love it. And Declan found the
0: Book of the Damned. It was Book like of the
1: damned, and was like, yeah, this is some light reading. <laughs> Azathoth
3: is by far to me the most terrifying uh, the
4: outer yeah. god. Just I think Azathoth it's, is, it's, is, yeah Azathoth is absolutely the more most powerful. Hastur is because he gets personally involved. Because
3: Thought's whole thing is he just breaks reality. He just breaks reality, but he's he never knew the, the dream
1: not
4: Yeah,
1: like he's asleep. On Elder Mythos stuff. All I know about Haster is that he's the one in Old Man Henderson.
4: Yeah, I and mean, he's, he's a, like a creature of decadence and cruelty and corruption.
0: Regardless, what you can take a little bit of solace in Declan is that cultists of Haster are rarely interested in other organizations or religions. So even if Nurathamon had approached Yarek somehow, Yarek likely would have rejected the offer simply because yeah. Nurathamon is not worship pastor or a cult. Yeah, pastor. they don't
4: usually, they don't work with outside forces. They
0: only either. care about other people's organizations when they try to infiltrate their own cult or they're being invaded. Yeah.
4: Well, I mean, if we want to take care of her, we probably should uh, get ready first.
0: And unfortunately, I cannot give you any information on the Serenite hero, Carcilus, because nothing exists other than what I told you already.
1: Interesting. I'll
4: I'll make something up about him.
1: I honestly figured that that was the case. I didn't even put his
0: name in my notes, so... Yeah, that's a good point. So, Declan, give me...
1: Are we gonna fuck around and find
0: out? ...a knowledge arcana or a spellcraft for the door. 35. Declan, uh, a chill goes down your spine after knowing all you know about Haster and stuff. Do you notice that a lot of the magical wards and locks on this door have started to fail? Oh, so we definitely need to go in there. Um, yeah.
1: Just check and make I'll sure, sure it doesn't say I started. prepared explosive posted today. Well, why do you think I'm this. still
0: way over here? And <laughs> the ways you can surmise to bypass it are beating the door down, picking what remains of the locks, the classic knock spell, which is one of Matthew's favorite spells for some reason. (laughs) But you do notice there are zero anti-teleportation runes blocking entry in. It just means you're not sure if you could teleport out.
5: Yeah.
4: Is there... There are still, like, magical wards that would go off if we broke the door down, probably.
0: Uh, Yeah. As you, you look it over, you see the rewards that remain, uh, it's a bit of a delayed timer. I could but, break enchantment. Uh, this door itself is sealed with Arcane Lock, so you can probably dispel magic and shut the lock down. And a spell that I need to look at what it does. The spell is Forbidden.
4: Oh.
3: Oh, that's like uh, I think Castle
0: Scarwall has that too. It oh. is um, lined with a Forbidden rune that seals the tomb in a lawful good aura. So only lawful good creatures could enter and exit uh, without any issue. All At right, Retha, until... go
3: one v one. Everything in there. Retha's not lawful good. Oh, She's, I,
4: she's I, lawful I'm neutral. lawful neutral. <laughs>
1: good,
4: and, you know, I yeah, we can we can try to dispel this effect, but I'm not sure how long it would last. And we definitely need to get it done now. If I do, or we can uh, maybe Gareth could dimension Doras across.
2: Okay, so if we can get in without... Without breaking the, the ward, door. which
4: will be good if we can't get it done all right now. otherwise, so like, I, I don't want to leave the door open if we have to retreat.
0: Yeah, don't so pray. why don't you guys get yourselves in formation? I just kind of put you in a formation. I don't right. think that's to be in that Maldrick,
4: formation.
0: swap. <laughs> sure.
3: <laughs> I, you know, I do my usual shit. I cast shield on myself. Yeah, you your buffs up.
1: Yeah, I'll both we'll I would everybody. like to be, like, a step back just in case there's something... Literally
3: Is right, your
0: bull strength guess. plus six, Declan? I forget. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I'll yeah I'll do three bull strengths. I am assuming you guys just teleport. You can look at the doors. They're not super thick. They don't look super thick, Declan. You could think you're just a five foot step in.
3: Oh boy, howdy, do I love having 24 strength. Jesus, man.
0: 26. Fucking hell, you guys are violent. Not even raging. All right, so you dimension door five ten feet forward in that formation. Or fifteen feet rather so that can, can slide in. And hey the Magic, things are right next to you.
1: Woo initiative! Why Roll I for didn't initiative. In front. Although i uh, As still
0: they still just go intruder alert. In intruder alert. Intruder alert. As you see emerald automatons, your guy's favorite creatures. We haven't seen these guys in a while. Yeah, we haven't. But these look modified. They always so, are. And by modified I mean they are rusted and covered with browning mold. And illuminated from within uh, by an orange-brown light, the color of a fire agate or tourmaline, rather than its usual green. It's weird shit. So it's like this orange, golden color, rather than yeah. The I was usual. gonna say
2: like almost a uh, yellow color.
0: Yeah, almost a yellow.
2: I
3: find it uh, so and Maldrick, you're up first. first, and you can
0: full-round attack a flat-footed monster.
3: I know. I fucking got that of all fucking things. I've managed to nat 20 by initiative for once. <laughs> <laughs> Well hey, I don't have Inspired Rage or Haste up yet, so it's not going to be the best I've ever done, but I will go ahead and do it. And obviously, when I said I cast my buff spells, I also re-cast Frostbite. Um, not great on my first roll. That is a 24 to hit. Uh, flat-footed? That will hit. That'll hit. Okay. That was a really low roll. I'm glad they're flat-footed. Uh, what's your
0: damage, Maldrick? Do they have any resistance to cold? They have DR Adamantine, but they're also Constructs uh, with Hardness.
3: Well, that's kind of rude. They
0: have DR and Hardness? How do those
3: work together?
0: Oh no, they don't have Hardness. Never mind. They have okay.
3: Construct traits, is why.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Uh,
3: okay, in, in that case, uh, yeah, it was uh, 29 points damage.
0: Okay, and because you did not upgrade your fist to plus four or Adamantine, it uh, gets reduced. Oh, I've, I'm so stupid.
3: One second. Wait, did I not do that? Uh, it might be more than that. Yeah, I didn't enchant my arm further, but don't worry about it, actually. Well, well I'll, I'll just say I didn't do it since I didn't
0: do it. I forgot to enchant my arm, but it's, it's fine. Maldrick, as you punch it, all that brown rust on them, your cold touch, you punch it, all of the rust that rusted stuff on it just instantly falls off in, like patches of, like if you power washed algae off something and it was just giant chunks, that's what looks like it happened. It just fell off.
3: Cool. I assume that's a good thing. It you can do like a
0: knowledge it. nature on it if you have that. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Declan, you can do nope. that on your turn. Maldrick knows
3: arcana, dungeons, planes, and then uh, the beer. That's pretty much it.
0: Uh, Maldrick, you have another attack. Yes, sir. I rolled it.
3: No, wait, no, I did not roll it. One sec. 23? That'll still hit. Okay, cool. 28 this time. One point lower. Alright. A rolled higher on the d10 and lower on the d6.
0: Okay. Uh, and you don't have a third attack because you're not hasted yet. Correct amundo
3: Hey, guess what I get next level, though? Eight. Flurry. Flurrying Flurry arm. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm using my 11th level feet to take extra Arcana. <laughs> 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 to get it one level early so I can perform better.
0: <laughs> That's fucking funny. Up next is the automaton you were just fucking wailing on, actually. Give me your best shot. And he's going to take an attack with his... I'm going to make sure the arm is, in fact, not a ranged weapon because it's been so long since I've used these guys, I forget. No, it's not a ranged weapon. It's Reach weapon. Reach. Yeah. It's not reach. It is reach weapon, so you can't actually use it. It's a polearm. Yeah. I
1: mean, he could Uh, steppy back.
0: He could steppy back.
3: It, it's back. it's one of the. I'm pretty sure it's yet another pole weapon that
2: started out as a farming implement.
0: He is yes. not going yes, to step is. back. He is going to punch. Oh, I figured he'd attack. Oh. <laughs> no, he's going to punch. Uh that's going to miss Maldric with a 25. Yes, it will. And 29 it's AC right now going to miss again. And it is Retha's turn. Retha, who can stab the one that was attacking Maldrick.
1: Yep, and that's pretty much all I can do. So 32 to hit. Yeah. That'll uh, hit. For 24 piercing, and that does overcome DR adamantine. Because it's Adamantian. Yep.
0: So how much damage total?
1: Six... Huh?
0: What was the acid on that too? Six acid. Okay, so 30 damage. And the second attack also hits. Really? Really.
1: A 17?
0: Yeah, I know, right?
1: Jeez. <laughs> um... I mean, it's, they're, they're uh, modified. They just have pers- the advanced
0: what? templates, so they have the same shitty- They have very similar shitty AC to the ones you fought on floor 2, or 3, That's or whatever fair. it was. Uh, uh and with that damage, six acid, so. it explodes!
1: Cool. I Sorry,
0: need Maldrick. Maldrick, when he gets back to make a reflex save for the electric aura explosion. Um, Pelta, you're up. Pelta, do you have, uh, Knowledge Nature? I have Partic Knowledge. Alright, cause it feels unusually chilly where you guys are standing. That's weird. So if you want to do a nature for me real fast.
2: And thanks to Tears Twine, that actually is a meaningful boost.
0: So as you're looking at these automatons, Pelta, um, you notice that what you thought was rust at first is, in fact, brown mold. Brown mold feeds on warmth, drawing heat from anything around it. And normally comes in patches 5 feet in diameter, and the temperature is always cold in a 30-foot radius around it. Living creatures within 5 feet of it take 3d6 points of non-lethal cold damage. Mowjik actually should have taken... Well, I'll get why he didn't take that in a second. Fire brought within 5 feet of brown mold causes the mold to instantly double inside. Cold damage instantly destroys it. So Mowjik punching it with Frigid Touch killed the mold before he had a chance to take any damage from it. Ah, uh, so you recognize effect. this brown mold. Kill us with cold and ice. I don't have any of that though. Not even the chill of the underworld?
2: No, it doesn't actually do cold damage.
0: Ah, oh, that's right.
2: Alright, Pelta, yes, we'll begin her rage song, and then I will have her. She will attack the one next to her. That's no real protection against the mold. But, 29 to hit. You don't have an Adamantine
0: or plus 4 weapon, right? No, it does plus 3 equipment. Okay, so you can bypass Cold Iron with it, not yet, uh, Adamantine. Uh, alright, so you deal 25 damage to it, not bad. Uh, and now you will take some non-lethal Cold for ending your turn next to it. Thirteen non-lethal Cold damage. Goodness. Does that trigger before or after my scalds Vigor? It will be at the end of your turn, after all of your stuff's done, so I think scalds Vigor would trigger before it? Yeah, you would take the damage, then scalds Vigor would trigger. Uh, up next is Declan.
4: I will shoot it with a snowball. Uh, fifteen.
0: You beat the ten. Nine, Give me that damage. Twenty-one. Twenty-one cold. Like last time, PeltA. You see that mold just, or like Maldric, you see the mold just slough off and just sort of shrivel and just die. And oh, you don't have to deal oh, with it. And
3: it's I no longer it was, cold around you guys. I wish it was that easy to get rid of mold IRL.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: right. Well, it put my dad Throw snow snowball
1: at it. I mean, that might make kind of a mess. Oh, <laughs> well,
0: it's magic snow. It's gone immediately. There's a. Well, like, there's what a about person.
1: everything else the snowball hits?
0: Yeah, that'll take damage too. It's the automaton's turn, and it's going to try and slam uh, Retha, or Pelta, missing with a 25 and a 23. And Garrett will five foot step so that. and tap Retha, saying, hey, sis, you can go over there and stab it now. And it's up to Maldrick, who can five uh, foot step and punch it. Uh, that, that doesn't. Thing with-
3: that doesn't sound like Gareth. He didn't say G-golly willikers before saying it.
0: He's also using tactics, so, like, definitely not <laughs> <more>. <laughs> you can go,
1: you, can, you can You can actually stab it now. Rother, hey, who hey, are you and what lot. did you do with my brother? Suss impostor, chicken yellow. slaps that emergency meeting button. <laughs>
3: Matthew very much plays Gareth tactically, it's just according to Gareth's mind.
0: <laughs> he plays Gareth tactically insofar as he uses the tactics for Gareth and no one else in the party.
4: Yeah, Gareth is gonna do something smart for Gareth. He plays he Gareth like us. a
1: narcissist, which he is, as it happens. All
3: I ask for is to be healed and he does that, so I'm happy with it. He's the better
0: than Donald Duck.
1: Oof. <laughs> Alright.
3: Maldrick's gonna five foot step and start putting the whip ass on this guy. I think he gets uh, partial cover from. He though. does. So hopefully I roll better for my attacks. I did not roll better for my attacks. That is a <laughs>
0: flat 23. That hits. Oh, okay. Never mind. Well, yeah, these guys they, have shit AC. They have shit AC. 28 again. Okay. They have shit AC and they're also supposed to do non lethal 3d6 once around. So, like. That's gone, it's a little bit. Yeah, the fact oh, that and... you guys just bypass it Wait, immediately sorry. is a real That that damage
3: is wrong because uh, uh song's going, right? Yeah, yeah, so
0: you do another 3 damage. Right? No, 2 damage. It would be 3 if I was two-handed. Yeah. Yeah, two-hand your own fist.
1: Ah! <laughs> more fist per fist.
0: That's how the tick fights. 100% more fist per fist. Okay, and
3: my second attack is a uh, is a critical threat by the way. Roll to confirm.
1: You know, natural comparing knight- to the Tick is actually a pretty act- apt
3: comparison. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. All thanks to Blade Arm, by the way, because that's a natural 19, not a 20. Alright,
0: roll to confirm. 24, so that's confirms. That confirms. Oh boy, I get to take out another d10 and another d6. I'm pretty sure you'll kill it. And then Pelta and everyone will have to make the death throws save. And Pelta, you'll get uh, some hit points back because of lingering performance.
2: How long does that linger?
0: Three rounds. Yeah, yeah line performance effectively triples your 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 song amounts. Yeah. Fifty-six points of damage. Yeah, everyone give me everyone that's not deckling, give me reflex saves.
1: <laughs> did
0: you get <laughs> another natural twenty?
3: <20? laughs> yes, I did.
0: <laughs> Pelta, you made a reflex save. I made a reflex save with
2: the twenty six. It's some for re- some reason rolled twice, but we'll take the twenty six. Uh, we'll take first. the
0: twenty six. Yeah.
1: My rolled twice. Uh Retha, what's please, yours? Um I got a 18.
0: 18. This was a good session for me. <laughs> uh, you all passed for, and now here is the D10 of damblage. Nine. It, so you it literally, all.
1: If we pass, it literally cannot do enough damage to, to damage Maldrigarai.
0: No, this is more for Pelta. Um, okay. Pelta, you take four electricity. Okay. Fuck you in particular, Pelta. But they have they have energy resistance. Okay.
4: I mean, easy uh, enough so
0: far. Now that they're destroyed, why don't I just find this hallway to you guys? Um, this wide corridor is finished in dark, glossy stone. The walls feature prominent stone ribs every two feet and meet in a pointed arch 20 feet above the floor. Narrow passageways lead north and south from this hall, and there are large bronze double doors at the end of Eat the hall. Yeah, do we want to go
4: into side rooms or main thoroughfare?
0: This, this is a, a big-ass hallway. hallway.
2: Oh, it just wraps around.
0: Yeah. Declan and Pelta, as you go through those side doys, uh, I need fortitude saves. Don't know. That's not uh, a good thing to hear. It's not good at. I'm you good at. said Declan and Pelta?
1: I
3: feel like I went through there,
0: too. Alright, yeah. So. If anyone who entered uh, the the hallway, everyone but okay. Retha, I think, Oof. went into the hallway mm. proper. 24.
1: I'm literally in there. Oh,
0: no, you. yeah, but you're not in the trap radius.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, that's a 34, Sam? Alright, you both passed. Maldric, your ref- will- fort save?
3: Do I still have Raging Song for this? That's a good question. No. Uh, no. Uh, actually, okay. yeah, it'll be
0: another 18 seconds. It so, yes. yeah. If it lingers, okay.
3: Uh, In that case, 23.
0: Okay, you guys pass, Declan, and because you're all trapped in here, I need a Arcana check. 45. 45.
3: Uh, yeah. 36, nowhere close. Dude, you're fucking insane. 20. <laughs>
4: I've been rolling... <laughs> nothing but, like, 17 plus for all of these That was an 18 for, no for
3: me! That was an 18 for me, and I still only have 36.
4: Yeah, so I have a 21 plus 5 from Tears to Wine.
3: Oh, Tears to Wine. That makes sense. Which Don't you we would all
1: have, have Tears to Wine on?
3: Everyone should have. Yeah. Listen, I may have forgotten to add that one to my buff sheet. It happens. So I probably got closer to what you have. It does mean
4: you did win that first earlier check that we were tied on. Yes,
3: yeah. <laughs> I think I got I get 41 on this one with the uh, Tears to One, Declan.
0: This is a looping passage trap. Interesting. Okay. What does that mean? If you are victims trapped in dimensional loops for are trapped in dimensional loops for eight hours, which you cannot rest or regain HP and must succeed in a DC 16 Fortitude save, or take 1d4 points of Con and Wisdom damage oh, and goodness. become fatigued until you rest. After like eight that. hours, trapped characters reappear in the squares they were trying to enter when they were trapped. However, your knowledge check is high enough you know how to escape. You ready to hear how to escape? Walk backwards? Any teleport effect. Oh, okay. All right, or a uh, DC-40 escape artist check. <laughs> 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 ah, you, can
3: just phys- you can just physically squeeze out of the interdimensional trap.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think we found how, uh, how she's trapped in. That. Yeah. Cleric cleric might not have that
0: if she's a cleric of pastor Yeah, you can, uh, any dimensional ability or... I mean,
4: I, I can get out.
0: Uh, I do want to add that it's any in dimensional effect. So how, one of the things it describes is, such as casting rope trick or using a portable hole. So Fighting I think rope if tricks. you guys... Open up the bag of holding? Yeah. You can jump into the bag of holding and get out that way.
4: Hey,
2: All right, hop in the... All right. Into the bag... Yeah,
3: sure.
0: yeah. Why use spell slots if you can do that?
3: <laughs>
4: Absolutely. Because then
0: you lose the bag in the trap. Declan's last to shift out, though. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's
0: fine. Yeah. So Declan, you shift out. Retha, you were uh, watching this happen. Declan just teleportly. Like, where the leave. fuck did you all go? <laughs> you look in the hallway. They're trapped in a loop, like CCTV footage just looping. We we got put in the back room. And then bro. you just see them jump into a bag, and Declan just walk out.
1: Rathas just, like, like slowly he, backs out of the hallway.
0: Like, he walks through this doorway and appears behind you with the rest of them. So,
4: this is a weird, uh, weird place, okay.
0: And now, there are doors, and you could uh, suppress the trap. You've triggered it. It doesn't appear to reset. It looks like it's just permanently up, so you know how to bypass it. So, uh, you see these doors, Declan. You could slide through the hallway, this looping hallway, over to the doors if you so wanted yeah. to. I don't want to do that alone. Yeah. Uh, so the only way through is the doors to the south. Yeah. The only way through is through. So that. Um, that's that's. better seems like a go. small floor. Not gonna lie.
4: Yeah. Well, we didn't have to go here at all, so Hopefully we just I mean, we, we did. We did, or. Evil,
3: I was about to say we, we to did, work. or otherwise there would have been a lawsuit when those boards gave
4: Play, bro. Uh we could have had everyone sign a waiver. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it, being in this uh, in this bar, because you are permanent. No responsibility
4: for... You have a you lava a... floor.
3: No responsibility for any remaining dungeon occupants. <laughs> <laughs> God.
4: Uh, we, we might need to get the dungeon occupants to sign it, though. That'll be <laughs> a
1: thing. Just need to put a staff-only sign on the uh On, the on this floor? Yeah.
4: Yeah, but the wards were
3: weakening
0: was the issue. So the, they could have came out. So you guys... Are you opening the door? Yes. All right. You be up front, and inside you see four creatures of sickly purple fire. That's good. And we'll find out what they are in two weeks.
4: Yeah. Woo!
0: Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye,
4: everybody. But why they orples though? We'll find out in two weeks.
5: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Bardungeon, on Facebook at facebook.com slash dungeondivebar, and on Tumblr at dungeondivebar.tumblr.com. You can also find more information about us at our Linktree, including links to our fan Discord server and Twitch. You can find that at linktr.ee slash dungeondivebar. To hear our episodes a little bit early and get access to some behind-the-scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeon dive bar. A very special thank you to our middle shelf and top shelf patrons. Happy Cyclops, Jacob, Mirror Wolf, 22 Plus, and Bellandora. Thanks, and see you at the bar.